Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions, and in their own words, they share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, always something in the air. Inexplicable, I can feel it in the air. Can you feel me? In this episode, we take a look at the behind the scenes of my psychic world as we connect with Lori and Samantha and we talk about what it's like to work with me. My first connection to Samantha was in the form of a gift and over the last four years, Sam has had me on her show, the Samantha Stevens show, yes, she is a little witchy, on a Winnipeg FM radio station, and we do Psychic Friday with a live Facebook feed that is archived on my and the station's page. People listening or following on social media can text, call, or message in and have a chance at what I call two-minute messages, answering a question, maybe a bit of birthday astrology, or just some plain old messages from loved ones. You can find the link through my website. We will chat about a couple of the stories that popped up on radio over that time. And Lori, she's an empath extraordinaire and my booking coordinator. She's the first person you encounter when you book a session with me. And my clients often tell me they just love her and was so happy to connect with her first and sometimes even after readings to share their stories. She's a great listener and keeps everything very harmonic. Anyone who knows me knows I prefer to cold read. And when I have my first encounter with you, whether it's a video, phone, radio, or in person for a reading, that it may be my very first knowledge of you because she's done all the booking. She is there to receive you, share information, answer questions when you book a session with me. These beautiful souls are going to share their personal story of how we met and the memorable experience and stories that have moved them. And we'll hear more about these stories right after this. Something in the air, always something in the air.
Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. Welcome back. And we've got a bit of a different show today. Instead of going back to some of the rewinds, we're going to go back to some great stories. Now, some of those are collected right at the front end when Lori takes your call. And sometimes they're right at the front, front end when I'm doing radio. So today I have with me Samantha Stevens from Peggy 99.1 FM, who has worked with me doing Psychic Fridays for the last few years and I have Lori, who is our booking coordinator, who can tell you some incredible stories she's encountered over the last several years working with me. Welcome, both of you. Now, I'm going to start with you, Sam, and uh, just tell people, you know, how how did we meet? Because it was kind of an interesting meeting. Okay, Bernice was a gift to me. Now, it sounds funny to say that, but my girlfriend, Leanne Cater, who used to be on QX104... Uh, who has since moved to Kingston, Ontario, Leanne and I have been tight friends for years, and she bought me a Christmas gift. And my Christmas gift was a gift certificate to go see Bernice, because she knows I love bougie-bougie psychic stuff, and I don't know if she'd been to see you. I think she got you through a reference. So I got the, uh, the, the gift card, and I was like, yeah, right on. So I called and I booked my appointment, and I came to CB when you had your shop on Provencher. The shop was like crystals and teas and stuff, and and sometimes you don't know what you're going to get when you go into a shop where there's a bunch of psychics. You just really hope that there's going to be, because it's like going to see a really good hairstylist, right? It's like there's lots of people who cut hair, Mm -hmm. but there's... Just, you know, a handful in the city that are really, really good. And I was like, please be a good psychic, please be a good psychic. And, I mean, what, five years later, yeah, good psychic. <laughs> so, but I went in, and we were sitting in your, like, a tea room almost, like a living, like, you, you had all this, like, fancy furniture. And I was like, okay, this is um, real spooky, it's weird. <laughs> and uh, I was recording the reading, and at that time, I was looking at kind of a career change. And it's funny, I hadn't thought about this until we're just talking here now. And you had told me about this woman that was coming in and you thought she was American and she was going to be the new manager. And we did wind up with this crazy, strong, aggressive alpha female that came in and changed the culture and everything. I did wind up leaving. But partway through the reading, and to B's credit, her phone kept buzzing. So I knew that you were getting messages and she didn't look like, you know how when you're sitting with someone and, and they're like looking at their phone and anyway, so her phone's like, mm, 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 and she didn't even look. And then finally somebody came and tapped on the door. She opened the door and she said, hi, B, sorry to interrupt. It's time. And B goes, it's time. She goes, yeah, it's time. And uh, she's like, okay. Uh, so she shut the door and she looks at me and she goes, my mom just died. I've got to go. And I'm like, what? What do, what do you mean your mom just died? And I didn't know that your mom was ill. Testament to those who have to do a job and keep their shit together and be normal and keep it because she was just being like a normal thing and her mom was passing away. And uh, so we can't, we stopped. I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's okay. I gotta go by. Sorry, bye, bye. So I came back to see you, I don't know, further down the road. And I don't remember, we must have just, talked back and forth like I don't remember how 
you wound up with us, except it was just sort of a natural, like, do you remember? My mom. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, your mother was probably like, you meet this girl on radio, she's going to be fun, because this will be great. Well, you know, it was so funny, because my mom loved radio, my mom loved My mom loved Peter Warren. She like CGOB. She loved radio and she loved talk radio. And her last night I slept overnight and we listened to her favorite radio shows all night. Oh, and the radio girl shows up. Go on. And so my, yeah. And so my, when I, I knew I had to go read finally, like I had to go and I had a shop to run and work at. So my sister and I were doing 24 hour vigils. And so my sister was taking the day shift. We tagged off and I'm like, I bet you she's going to die before I even make it to the shop because it was that, it was the end. And so my sister's like, don't worry, I'll call you the moment I, I know anything. And so I went and I'm like, okay, I got to go work. I got to go work. And I like meditated. I'm like, okay. And it was weird because I felt this sense of calm because my mom was really ill for a long time. So this really was the end for her. Mm. And I knew I was going to hear it. And as soon as we sat down the reading, my phone buzz, I'm like, she, she, I was like, don't let her, don't let that be what I think it is. And as soon as Gloria, who um, knocked yeah. on the door. And so, yeah, and it's it's ironic because in that time, how did we work together? I almost feel like my mom like, wanted to make it so. She wanted to make it so. My mom only had one reading at my shop. It wasn't even from me. Okay, <laughs> so I got to just say that. My, but my mom didn't even get a reading from me. My mom got a reading from Cheyenne, who was a nurse for many and retired as a nurse, but was a super gifted healer and psychic. And my mom had her only one and only reading at my shop with her. And after my mom died that same day, because Cheyenne was working, mm. she came in, she goes, your mom must have just died. She goes, because I felt this, this cool rush of air that came through my reading room. And I'm like, yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. And she says, she felt so good about that because my mom came to check in that last moment at my shop that day. And Cheyenne, who was the only reader who ever read her, felt her. And I was just like, ugh, mom. And since then, if you actually go to my Facebook, we were all telling stories about my mom that day because all of my readers had met my mom and we were laughing and laughing about my mom. And this was only maybe six weeks after she died. And on the, the my creepy reading room, <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was a super intense reading room where it was just really it was really like um like a like a grandma's waiting room with the furniture. Oh yeah, you like step you back in time. Set, yeah, like a parlor. Yeah. I was always like, "Welcome to my parlor." Yeah, <laughs> sit a spell, yeah. you, you know, get your yeah. teacup bread. So we were all joking about my mom's fiftieth birthday, which is a whole nother story. And so I was telling the story about this. We all burst out laughing, and just as we burst out laughing the flashlight on my mantle of my fireplace started going on and off. Yeah. And I I pulled out my recorder. I'm like, Oh my God, there's my mom visiting us now. That's our meeting, Sam. And it's funny how we just, just attritioned into different stations, even on radio and kind of doing our psychic lives. And I just love it. I love the two minute messaging and the way we're able to reach clients in a way and reach people they can't wait for you to get there so now that we're doing it every second friday i get messages leading up to it and we have people who simply tune in to the stream that have no idea that we're a radio station they just think that you're part of our or whatever they're like is it is bernice there today i'm like oh she only comes on fridays right because they they literally message facebook all the time from all over the states looking to find you now the ones that live here and listen locally 
know that you're here and know that you're here on Fridays, but it's like they are reaching out. I had some lady this past Friday looking for you. I'm like, nope, see you next Friday. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and it's a great, radio is a great way to reach people and it allows me to cold read people, which I really is actually my preferred method of reading is not knowing anything except for maybe your name or maybe the day and month of your birthday. And we do entire readings and I, I have met some pretty interesting people through radio, let me tell you. And I always find it a really surprisingly, radio can be a harsh place when you're a psychic because you get a lot of trolls. But I actually find it pretty warm and people are excited to be back and they really do have some pretty meaningful questions, you know, and and they are really looking for answers and not everyone can afford a psychic, you no. know, so it's a way to connect if you can't really afford to go see a psychic sometimes. So It's true. And I also think that you're kind of like a grief counselor because there have been people who are grieving, have no idea where to turn or what to do or how to heal. And they're like, oh, well, I can just write on this Facebook wall. And if I get a message, that's great. And it seems to be that those are the ones that get picked. And the fact that you're not going, oh, your grandmother thinks that you're lovely and wishes you well, like you're specific Mm -hmm. and you're no nonsense and very practical and you don't blow sunshine and rainbows it's people people get that they know you're not like hold on let me let me check my tea cup and sniff the air like you don't do that stuff we have to circle dance hang on hang on the moon's out (laughs) although i do like circle dancing in the moon don't get me wrong i'm totally (laughs) that girl but not on radio radio is an interesting venue for psychic reading i love the live piece of it i love being able to sort of do the two-minute messages And there's been some pretty touching stories. But before we get to those, I'm going to introduce the one lady who literally has really balanced me out in a lot of ways. And what's so ironic is that both of these ladies sitting across from me are Leos. Wow. (laughs) And so, and as as an astrologer, they're both in my 10th house of career. So I find that pretty interesting. Lori has been with me for several years in different ways. And we kind of met in an unusual sort of way. And let's go back to that, Lori. So how did we meet? Psychics have found me my whole life. You know, I, I, I grew up in a family that the normal was, they knew what, what would happen. You know, they'd always find me. I'd find them at a soccer game or they'd come and sit with me and they'd start talking about something that happened with them psychically. And they just always found me. So my friends knew this. So I had a friend one day that said, oh, Lori, you have to see, I went and saw the psychic. You have to meet her. You have to go see her. I know you'll love her. And this is her name, Bernice, and gave me her phone number. Well, it's probably two years. They, I couldn't get through. Either the, the, the phone wouldn't ring or you'd be away or you'd be booked for like six months. So I just decided, well, she'll find me. So probably two years. I'm at my friend's place who had a dress shop and I'm living at my cottage in Lactabani and go to hang out at her little dress shop in the back of her property. And, and she goes, Oh, Lori, I went and saw this psychic and she was amazing. And she's going to come and read every second Saturday in my little gazebo on the water. Do you want to book an appointment? I said, I bet her name's Bernice. And she said, yeah, how would you know? I said, well, cause I've been waiting for her to find me for two years. <laughs> so there was, so I booked an appointment and that reading was Beginning of a four-year life change where spirit guided me through you in a life change that I never thought it would happen but every single time I saw you, you you were leading me up to this life change nobody knew what was going on in my life but me and spirit 
and Spirit talked to you and prepared me for what was going to happen a few years later. and uh, Which is a whole episode in itself, it i got to tell you, because there's some crazy stories there, and, oh, it goes on and on. which will be a great episode, so stay tuned for that. Now, Lori is the book and coordinator, and she's more than that. She what is what I call a bit of a, a spiritual a pillow. She is that first experience you have with me in a sense that you will have to go through her to book the appointment, but she's able to really add to, if you're anxious about the reading or if you've got worries about things coming, she can help you sort of guide you through the whole piece around reading. So if you're someone who gets nervous, Lori would be ideal for you to talk to first, uh, even coming in and she's very gifted in her own right. And I remember asking you, to work for me. And she's like, but we're friends. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I'll never see you. So we'll still be friends. Trust me. <laughs> on this <laughs> one. And it's funny because in fact, I think in one of your readings, I even said to you that you needed a job. Well, you did. And that's, let's fast forward a few years later when all that change did happen. And I was in a position where I needed a whole lot of confirmation and, and guidance through spirit. And one of the things I needed quite frankly, was for my mental health, desperately. <laughs> you know, there was a whole bunch of little things that you said then, but at one point, <laughs> you know, you gave me advice, Spirit gave me advice on you could do this, you could do that. In fact, the first thing that you said was, it'll just fall in your lap. The job will just fall in your lap. Don't even look for it. I went, okay, well, I met Lululemon one day. Uh, I've never been in the store. I'm there with my girlfriend and we were talking about the men's clothing. And she goes, Oh, they have men's clothing. I went, Oh yeah, my son, that's all he wears, blah, blah, blah. And I hear this voice beside me that says, well, maybe you need to work here. And, and I just turned and looked, they were having a big hiring blitz and they had hundreds of people that applied while well, they just handed me a job that day. Fell in my lap. I worked for them for, for a year. I was active. I was, I met all these wonderful millennials. It was such a great thing. And then after that, something also come through in that reading. Then you also said, one day, honey, and you did use the word, honey. One day, honey, you're going to make somebody an excellent booking coordinator. <laughs> and it was, it was the year after. It was after the Lululemon thing that, that we worked together. Yeah. That, yeah. that you, you started asking me. It was, you know, so, so, and, so, so. Funny. And you do. And you make a great booking coordinator, oh, yes. by the way. Yeah. And thank you for that because, again, when you being a psychic picks you. So when you trusted your referral from your friend, thank you, because... As psychics, you can't just go grab people. You can't, I mean, I mean, I can come message you a bunch of stuff, I suppose, but it's really part important part of the process because before we recording this, we had great conversations about how dead people show up for you do and how I find that the spirits that need to put us together always do. Like I said to you, it always works out, Lori. It doesn't matter if it somebody does. did this or that because you know what? It'll work out exactly like it was supposed to and 100% hundred percent it has like always. the right people in the right time. So if somebody missed or canceled, there's someone out and like it always works out. And that person is usually meant to have that meeting before the other person. Absolutely. And that's, yeah. that's been a big realization too, in doing all this and going out because what was really interesting for both of us is we both had to go out on our own because I had a shop I was in for a long time. I mean, I had a big career in some other crazy field and um, just to go on my own and because I never even admitted I was a psychic. Like I had a shop because I could advertise my tea crystal metaphysical shop with a whole bunch of psychics. 
I never advertised Bernice Bisson. I never advertised me as the psychic. And in fact, in my previous career, I never would tell anybody what I did as a psychic. So you had to pick me. It was one of these things. It was like, well, if I'm meant to read you, then it's what it is. I used to live in the middle of nowhere. So when I say the middle of nowhere, I'm from St. Anne, Manitoba, and I'm from a farm field about five miles sort of north west of St. Anne, if I give you an idea. And I had people who would drive out three kilometers of like gravel road. And all I had was just word of mouth. And I only tea leaf read because there, I had no language for being a psychic, except for I could see things and I would know things, but there was no cards or because I grew up in a really, like the area I was in is super Catholic and Mennonite and whether you're north of the highway or south of the highway, you know, Catholic or Mennonite. And so, um, but they love tea leaf reading. I don't know, something about that whole thing. <laughs> anyway, they love it. People would just come even there. I honestly feel like it's been the only thing in my life being a gypsy. And it was so funny is because I would, I've literally moved probably 40 or 50 times in my life. So I'm really like, if anyone knows me, I'm a total gypsy. I can pick up tomorrow, pack up my entire house in 12 hours and be an entire new house and unpacked within 48. Like I'm that person. I know I'm not even joking. I'm a total gypsy. And um, it's nice just to be me now, you know, just my authentic, total authentic self. So we both took that risk coming on our own, you know. We followed a, a very parallel journey together on in, in so many different levels. Uh, the and people that surrounded us, the, the jobs that we did. We'll even mind meld at times. You know, I woke up one day and I couldn't stop thinking about Jan Arden. And then I get I get on the phone with Bernice and she goes, I'm thinking about Jan Arden so much today. And we follow <laughs> yeah. that parallel. Yeah. Even, in our, even in our personal uh, relationships, in our love relationships, we have followed that same yeah. journey. Even speaking of your mother, we just found out that my my dad and her mom were born on the same day. And he loved Peter Warren and Top Radio. Oh, yeah. I just even realized that now. Of, of uh, uh, Yeah, we have followed the same journey. And I think spirit, well, I know spirit has worked organized all of that. My mom has been very instrumental after death. My mom was so eccentric and so like if you ever met her, she was she would have this high pitched laugh and she was completely eccentric and she's kind of like my daughter Erin in a sense. If you like you really get to know Erin, my mom and Erin were very much alike. So my mom has put people in my path. So for instance in my love life, Robert <laughs> my lover <laughs> Him and I went to junior high together, but our moms were nurses together for many years in the same hospital, same small hospital, geriatric center. They were nurses together for many years. And I remember my mom taking the bus and talking about his mom, talking about like fat people she worked with. And I like, and so it's kind of funny how my mom's really put really kind, good people in my path because she was a healer in her own right. So it was just kind of funny. She shows up in her death all the time, helping me out like incredible ways. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. The reason why I have both of you together today is because 
you're both sort of on the front end of when clients come into contact with me because I don't book my own appointments. I literally just show up and read. Same with radio. I'm like, okay, Sam, I'll do Psychic Friday. We have this beautiful girl named Sophia who is such a, a sweet lady who I just read for. And I got to tell you, I don't know if she shared with you, but on her way out the door, I'm like, Jose, Jose. Her dad was like, like, come. Anyway, it was a whole brilliant reading around her, but she does our moderating. And so she's like pest control, I call it. <laughs> she's like pest control. And if anyone knows about social media, like it comes with trolls. It's like mm-hmm. trolls included. She's really great at that. And so they, there's sort of this front contact and that happens. And same with Lori. And you hear some of the stories up front. Now I'm going to bring up one of them that has been a really a great story and And this one particular person I'm thinking of, um, we'll call her Carla for this conversation, but she has eventually come to me for reading. She did meet me originally through radio and hearing me on radio and, and then uh, came to me with some pretty profound things that came up through that. Now, when we do the psychic live, so she would have called in or messaged in that day, Sam, you want to talk about that? It's funny because there's so many people, I think I know who you mean and who you're talking about, because oftentimes they'll get in for a reading and then they'll message the station afterwards or they'll message you afterward and go, oh my God, how did she know that? There's no way she could have known. This is true. This is true. This is true. And this is one of the instances with Carla. So she was before we were doing the... Um, Facebook Live. She was like one of our original phone callers when we were yeah. like in the before times. Yes, yeah, 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 the olden studio, days. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the studio. And um, she had woke up to the sound of my voice on her alarm clock and missing her daughter who had passed. And, yeah, yeah, and I, th- I, I believe in that one. It was just the name game. We do this name game. So I have a couple of things I do. I do just the day and month of your birthday or a name game or a specific question. Cause I got two minutes, two minutes in heaven and I try to answer everything I can. So she, I believe had asked about something about, Oh, I've just something about her daughter. It was a Carol. I think it was actually just Carol, the name game. Yeah. And I had said, Oh, there's this woman who keeps trying to get a hold of you. And she's mentioning something about butterflies and she's mentioning something, but you're looking for a necklace. There's a yeah. necklace connected to her. Oh, this is the one about the shop. The, yeah. The store. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she was like, you know, just wanting to know through the name game. And so it came up about this daughter and it came up about the butterfly and about the necklace. And, you know, I just, I, it's out there in the abyss. And so, oh no, 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 she had messaged. And in fact, I think she got a hold of you, Lori. So from that point, she had a radio reading and then she called you to book an appointment. Then she called me to book an appointment and she had told me how she was grieving her daughter so bad. And it was like the movie where the room got quiet and the sound of the radio in the background got louder and it was, you know, Sam's voice call in. So she did. And she got the reading and you had told her about a necklace they were looking for. That was when you told her to look for the necklace in a pawn shop. Oh, that's right. She got, they thought the necklace was lost forever and she found it in the pawn. So she shared all of that with me and it was so profound for her. Now she wanted to come and see you in person. And she said, I know this is going to sound very strange, but I need, I need this day and I need this time. And it was soon. It was, let's say within a couple of weeks. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Right. So I, I, and you were booked at least four months out, I think at that point. And, you know, I'm really, I love my job so much. I really do. 
I, I, I love looking at the calendar. I love to see who's coming and if everybody's okay and where there's, you know, spots that are left to be open. And sometimes I may leave them open, but not for very long, maybe a day or two. So I think it was, let's say, eight days from then she needed that day and that time. And I was saying, well, you know, I'm so sorry. She's four months out. And as I'm sort of flipping the pages, I look and that date and that time, I'm getting mm-hmm. shivers as I'm talking about it. That date and that time was open. Mm-hmm. And not only that date and that time, but the one after it. <laughs> so I said, you're not going to believe this. I don't believe this. I, it's, it's open and it never happens. I don't do that sort of thing. She was working so hard for her mom to get her mom there. And she wanted that date and that time Mm -hmm. because the time was when her daughter died. That was why she wanted that time and that date. And then she had said, uh, and I want to bring, I think it was maybe three other people. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need at least two hours. I'm really pushing it. She said, and I said, it's not only that time, but it's the time after. (laughs) I almost feel like I want to cry when I say that because she worked, her daughter worked so hard to get them there. And she did. Yeah. It, you know, that's the where spirit makes that thread and just it puts the thread, everybody on the thread to make it all happen. And, and just sort of back to reference with the necklace. They were looking for this necklace for almost several years, actually. And there it was impossible. She said it was impossible. And what was so unique about this necklace? It was a butterfly necklace, hence the butterfly reference. But it actually was like almost carved like a name. And I had said to her on radio, I said, it's in a pawn shop. I'm like, no, spirit's telling me it's in a pawn shop. That's where it is. And that if you go, you'll find it in a pawn shop. The first three pawn shops she went to, she found the necklace and the the unique necklace. And so fast forward, I don't know they book because I don't book mine appointments. I have these two people showing up back to back. They all show up as a group before they showed up. Now I was given this cute little bee pin, hence bee. And so I, people call me bee. So my partner had given me this cute little bee pin and I had it on my hat that day. And spirit says to me, give the bee pin to Carol. And I don't know who Carol is. I don't know. I had, because remember, I only read her on radio and I mean, that's one name. And so spirit said to me, you need to give her the bee pin. And so I took the bee pin off my hat. I go out to do my appointments. There's Carol and her whole family. She's there with her granddaughter, who is the daughter of her deceased daughter, Mm. wearing the necklace she found in the pawn shop. And I said, Carol, oh, you've got, I said, oh, you must be back to back. You're all together. And I said, okay, because I had this tiny little room, right? And they all fit fit in this room. And I said, you know, I got to tell you before you come in my room, though, I'm supposed to give you this B pin. And I said, it's for you. And I'm supposed to give it to you. She was just like, fast forward. She says to me about two years down the road, she says, I got to tell you. She said, that B pin, the reason you were compelled to give it to me, because it's the name of the person associated to my daughter's death. Oh, oh a clue. Yeah. Their name, yeah. they went by the name B-E-E. Yeah. Was it a murder? I don't want to disclose, oh, okay, okay. but but associated, they went by the name B. And in the session before ever meeting her, I, like her, I was just like, I'm supposed to give you. And I just got this from my partner. My partner, <laughs> I got to be honest, he 
he was a little upset yeah. that he was a little upset that Did I gave. Did you hang on to it a little when you handed it to her and you go cold <laughs> until you let go? And I, he was a little upset because he gave it to me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm supposed to give it to her though. She's supposed to have this bee pen. And yeah, and it turned out to be a very significant clue around her daughter's death. Oh. Right. And so... So when it's the name game on radio, oh, no, 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 it's not just the name game. <laughs> it, yeah. it tends to be, just going back to radio, I, I guess you can recall another one. And when we first started out, we were both in studio together in the olden mm-hmm. days. And she was asking about her grandmother. And I kept like, I keep smelling baking. Like somebody about, and they're baking. and I, Or they, they keep oh, yes. talking. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, go on. I think I know. It's, it's funny because it's, I... I know our regulars and I know their names and I know who's who. And I kind of have a bit of an idea when they're, you know, you're trying to get through, but there's every once in a while like this one, because what was the baking thing? She was actually baking in her house. She had a cookie company. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, Cause it was the grandma basically telling B that. I smell cookies. I smell baking. I smell baking. I keep smelling baking like you're baking or something. And she actually had a cookie company. And so I thought that was kind of cute. And so there's messages that I get back from people myself. I'm sure you do, Lori and Sam, that Mm -hmm. people sort of come back and say, oh, my gosh. And I love it when they comment on air. And I have to say, I have had a couple of little feathers in my cap around predictions. And Mm -hmm. so like football, which I don't watch. She'll always go, like, when we're talking, we always ask her, like, football and hockey questions and stuff. And she'll go, well, the, um, the hockey, the um, the front guys, the guys at the front. <laughs> and she's like, she means the forwards and the centers, right? But she's not really sure what she's talking about. She'll go, well...
think about what on earth could possibly stop the world. I mean, world wars didn't even stop the world. You know what yeah. I'm saying, right? And so the virus is such an Aquarius thing mm-hmm. to happen, right? In this whole shift in comedy, it was funny because it was coming up everywhere. And I kept saying and people like, are you is yeah. restructuring in your company or something? Are you, do you work from home? And they're like, no, I don't no, see it happening. No. I don't see meanwhile, well, boom, everybody. Yeah. And some of the and some of the bigger ones around Amazon coming here, our sound stages yes. coming here for yeah. there's more. Winnipeg is going to be on a bit of a trajectory for a bit of a growth in industry again. Ooh, when was the last time we had that, huh? We have about 18 months of turmoil and change with politics and political leaders, and that's coming Mm -hmm. for everybody. (laughs) Um, But for Winnipeg's a Scorpio city, uh, we're definitely going to be seeing some major investments coming to the city as logistics, technologies, the movement of things, entertainment in terms of movies and things like that. We're going to see even bigger things coming now. So there's some good stuff. And in terms of the virus, well, right, we're almost there. We're at the dog leg of it. Part of why I say that is we're going to get a taste of 2023. So starting February 22nd is when we get out of this icky, icky, icky stage we're in now that's left over from 2021. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Those are those retrogrades which are now going direct and by the 22nd round of the shadow, but there's Pluto and there's a major transformation with the U S we've talked about, but one of the the next pieces is going to be when Jupiter moves to Aries. So we'll get a taste of it in May to about October. Oh my gosh. Forward progress. Right. Forward progress, Jupiter and Aries getting motion, getting things moving, getting things ahead. And then it'll retrograde back into Pisces again, October to December. So a little bit of a bump. And then from December right into 2023, we have that Jupiter and Aries making stuff happen, getting things fired up, getting things going. And the Pluto return for the U.S. There's some big stuff going on, right? And so there's some further changes to the economy. We can all predict there, but listen to the radio and we'll probably talk about that in upcoming shows. And so, um, and, and I think the final piece um, is Lori just to sort of touch base with people that do sort of call and when they're really anxious and what do you do around that? Like if people, cause I've, there's people who are anxious about getting readings. There's people who are like, I don't know, I have a psychic. So I'll give you an example. I went to get my eyebrows done because I'd had to, it was my 50th birthday and I was doing like what 50 year old ladies do. <laughs> I got their eyebrows done. And so the eyebrow lady says to me, Oh, get this. She was sheepish the whole time. And she said, um, I'm really wanting to come see you for reading. I'm a little nervous. I'm pretty nervous because my boyfriend's mom had a reading. And in this reading, the psychic told her that her sister was very ill and that she had a bad feeling about it. And it was all recorded. And I said, oh, I said, what psychic was that? She goes, it was you. And I was like, oh, well, then I guess that's why we record readings. And so she was nervous because I guess I had predicted something that really came to pass, right? Now, just to touch base on that, I can't make it happen. I can only, if spirit shows it to you in a reading, it's to prepare you. It's to give you a signpost. And so when I say, you're, you know, your sister's really not well and she really needs to look at that, I usually mean it. I'm not joking, <laughs> right? And so that was kind of a, oh, well, huh, wow. <laughs> and so 
hence my recordings and why I record readings. She was a little nervous about that. And I said, well, the only reason spirit shows up to tell you what happens is to prepare you. That's the only reason to let you know they're literally right there in that moment with you. So she's been kind of anxious about coming. And, you know, it's funny because I haven't seen her yet. <laughs> and so I was like, when people call up and they say, you know, I want to read, but I'm really nervous. What do you say? I guess I think of every client that I talk to as, as a friend that I would be talking to. Uh, or even I will share my own experiences when I first started understanding it at a very young age. Sometimes they just need to hear that it's normal that they're nervous. Sometimes they're nervous because sometimes the presence of spirit makes us feel nervous. Mm. It's spirit that gives us that energy. It depends on what they're feeling and what they're going through. Of course, I always tell them spirit will have their best in their best intention, will have their back, that there's nothing to be afraid of in terms of you. I've had lots of people, family members, my daughter in law Kim was one of them where, you know, she was so scared, just so scared to go, so scared to go. And then I get a call from the parking lot that goes expected this old lady Bernice and it was like this cool check that would be one of your girlfriends and I said I know but we all have to experience we have to go through it I have had people call me as well um, from the parking lot you know I'm just really scared to go in I'm like it's okay you know it's okay to be afraid you know we're afraid of a lot of things it's okay I guarantee you that once you you lay eyes on her and you're in her presence she'll make you feel super comfortable she's happy that you're there and I promise you that as soon as you see her, you'll feel a little bit better. She'll, she'll, you'll realize that, you know, she's there for you to give you the messages from spirit. And almost always that same person will message me after and go, Oh, thanks for saying that. You were so right. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's that anticipation. It's the fear of the unknown. And once they, once they're in it and like once they're sitting there and just one, one last example, I, I think that how spirit brings people to me. And so I had two clients, both with the same name, one died and they both showed up literally back to back. And so one showed up in a reading for someone, his girlfriend, like a a female friend of his, uh, and he had a D name and he had died and he showed up vividly and told me all kinds of impossible things to know about this person. And so The next day, a female with the same name showed up with similar concerns that the deceased young man went through. And literally the day after her, the deceased young man's parents showed up for reading. And it wasn't even, first of all, it was just the mom. And then she decided at the last minute, can my my husband sit with me? And it was the deceased young man's parents. And I had literally, in that moment, that young man bothered me, like bugged me all week. And he wanted me to work with the other woman who came to see me with the exact same name because she was in the exact same struggle as him. And I wound up taking her on as a mentee and I mentor her. And they almost look a lot alike. You know, and it was so weird and ironic because he literally, his name literally came up every single day that week. And his best friend showed up and his parents and this other woman and the message was, was I was supposed to help her in some way work with her and not knowing that, cause it was only what I was told by spirit. I messaged Lori. I'm like, Lori, I feel like this person. And he says, Oh my God, I've been talking to their, their parents and they're really concerned for this person. And I'll call them and see if they'll take your offer. 
oh my God, this person has been showing up every three weeks, like clockwork, going through our sessions, really blooming now, coming out of their shell. And so it was pretty, it was pretty crazy that this deceased young man made this all kind of come together because Lori didn't know I was about to call her and say, offer this person my time because I'm really concerned about them. Meanwhile, Lori had been talking to this person's parents who were bawling on the phone concerned about her. Because I couldn't stop thinking about her. Spirit will often work with the both of us to make things happen. So I was dreaming about her. I'd wake up thinking about her and I never met her. And then when the dad would call, you know, it was a counseling session. And I I don't claim to be a counselor at all. However, I've been through trauma upon trauma upon trauma my whole life. And I think that's part of my life journey is to embrace these people and support them and be spirit's messenger along with you. You know, we are a Mm -hmm. team that we work together. And and so this young man made it all come together with me not being able to think, stop thinking about her feeling that I had to give the dad as, not had to, I wanted to give the dad as much time as I could. I felt for what he was And not knowing through. the connection between I had, I didn't have a clue. the two kids, and they're the same age, yeah. male, one male, one female, both kind of look like they could be related. Yeah. The same spelling, and it's an unusual spelling of the name. It's not a traditional spelling of the name. It's like unusual. And so it was so powerful. And then when I said, oh, and she's like, oh my God, like yeah. I'm just talking to them now. That is so weird. I'm like, now, so I almost feel like, Spirit also puts people together like that as well. Spirit does. And here I have another story for you that okay. I'm going to share. So just the way spirit works. Sometimes spirit can get the job done really fast. And here's just a funny little story. So last summer when we had a little bit of a break with COVID, my husband and I went on our honeymoon. We went to Toronto. We took in a Blue Jays game. At the Blue Jays game, of course, we wanted, you know, you're going to be on on you know, on on camera. So we wore these, <laughs> these crazy gold eyes jerseys that are tie-dyed. I don't know if you've ever seen them or not, Sam, but they are the god ugly. <laughs> but boy, do they stand out. So we had, you know, people at home going, we saw you on camera type thing, because we're wearing these things that were just crazy wild. Of course, we wore them at the Blue Jays game and get at home, get the jersey off. Right away, a message comes through. And there was something about the woman. I just needed to talk to her. So she had lost her partner, had committed suicide, and she was grieving so bad. He was gone a year grieving so bad and she wanted to know she never been to a psychic wanted to know a lot about about what you did how it worked and then she just started saying you know I just really need to know he's okay I need to know he's here I need a sign from him I ask him for a sign every day she kept talking and talking and talking about the sign and so as I'm sitting there talking to her in the hotel room I'm looking at this gold eyes jersey that I had just taken off and out of the blue she goes I'm gonna send you a picture of him she sends me a picture of him He's wearing a gold eyes jersey. I just started crying and I just said, honey, he's he's just giving you the sign. And right away I shot, I said, are you on a cell phone? She said, yeah, I screamed. I took a shot of the thing and I sent it to her right away. And I said, I'm in a hotel room in Toronto and I've never worn a gold eyes jersey in my life. And I just took it off. He gave you your sign, honey. And she just, she we talked for an hour and she cried and she was just so grateful. And I said, he did this. You know, he, he did this. I said, of course, I'll, I'll you know, I'm never going to say you don't need a reading or you don't, you know, if you want a reading, I'm more than happy to book you. But he just gave you your sign. Sometimes they just need affirmation. That's why radio is so great. <clears throat> That's why you're so great, Lori, is because you don't, sometimes they don't need me. <laughs> you don't need me. Spirit's already here. Spirit's literally already present. It just needs the right language and the right medium. 
and that's it. And sometimes you're the medium and sometimes I'm the medium, sometimes Sam's the medium, um, but they need the right language and that's it. And it could be, it could be a good tarot reading. It could be a gold eyes jersey. It could be the lights flashing on and off. It could be, you know, anything like send you a cat, right? Those languages come in different ways of speaking. So just know that the spirit is there to, to show you that I'm beside you when these things happen. I think that's why they tell it to us that way. Well, thank you for sharing your stories. Those were great stories. I'm sure there's so many more and we'll definitely have you back to talk about them. And thank you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. Well, thank you to Lori and Sam for sharing their experience with us. And thank you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars and a review or share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to participate and share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by But I think about you, about you all the time Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart. Your soul is light and you are valued. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.